0: Hi, welcome to TGEN Talks. I'm Mark Moran. We often take the most basic of functions, such as breathing, for granted. For patients who have idiopathic pulmonary fibrosis, or IPF, this is a daily reality. We're joined by Dr. Nick Banovich, an assistant professor in the Integrated Cancer Genomics Division at TGEN. Dr. Banovich, welcome. Thanks for being here. Thank you. What is idiopathic pulmonary fibrosis?
1: Idiopathic pulmonary fibrosis is a specific form of fibrotic lung disease. And fibrotic lung diseases are a non-cancerous type of lung disease where your lung tissue, and and in particular the space in between the air sacs in your lungs, which is called the interstitium, starts to become slowly replaced by fibrotic tissue, which effectively means it starts to become a scar. And What this means for the lung is that it loses its ability to expand and contract normally how you would like your lung to work, and it inhibits the ability of oxygen to get from your lungs to your blood. And so the way it's described often is that um, people who get diagnosed with this towards the end of the disease, it's described often like, they're trying to breathe through one of those very small coffee straws. Um, you just can't get any air into your lungs, and the air you do get into your lungs doesn't get into your blood. Um, and so idiopathic pulmonary fibrosis, which is called IPF for short, is the worst form of this uh, fibrotic lung disease. It affects about 50,000 uh, Americans a year. It mostly affects people who are over the age of 50. And and similar to a cancer, the the outcome is pretty grim. So most people, by, from the time of diagnosis, either get a lung transplant or pass away within five years.
0: So fibrosis or fibrotic means a scar. What does the idiopathic part of it mean?
1: Idiopathic literally means of unknown origin. And so idiopathic pulmonary fibrosis is a type of pulmonary fibrosis where we really know very little about the mechanisms that are driving the disease. So you just wind up with it? You just wind up with it. There's probably some genetic risk, um, which is a uh, why I have an interest in it. And there's also probably an environmental component. And so we know, for example, that 60% of the people who get IPF are smokers. But this stands in contrast to something like lung disease, where, you know, over 90% of the people who who have lung cancer um, are smokers.
0: How many people in the US have been diagnosed with this?
1: So it's about 50,000 people a year diagnosed with with IPF.
0: What about regular pulmonary fibrosis?
1: IPF, while it's the most severe form of pulmonary fibrosis, only actually accounts for about 20% of cases. And so um, while it's the most severe, it's the sort of most common single class of pulmonary fibrosis, but it accounts for a small percent of the total number of people who are getting one of these fibrotic lung diseases. Um, My research really is... Aimed at finding the commonalities between these uh, different forms of pulmonary fibrosis, as well as sort of the specific mechanisms that are driving this one really bad form. So, while the one really bad form is very severe, um, it is where most of the research is. So, there are some drugs that have been developed, and while they're not very effective, if you're one of the 80% of people who have a different type of pulmonary fibrosis, there's really nothing out there for you except for a lung transplant. And when you're talking about people who are fifty, sixty, seventy, eighty years old, a lung transplant is just an incredibly invasive and extensive surgery. I mean, this is a surgery that has high risk for people at any age and health demographic. But when you're talking about people who are, you know, greater than fifty years old, you know, having literally your entire lungs removed and a new set put in, it's 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 a really traumatic procedure. And and we'd like to find ways to develop medicine that could stop this disease before you got to that point.
0: I was going to ask, but it doesn't sound like it. There isn't much of a treatment program outside of a lung transplant.
1: Yeah, so there's really not. There's a couple of drugs that are on the market, and and they have some very marginal benefit, um, but they've not been shown to really um, improve the lung function or even really decrease or, or, or increase the amount of time um, between diagnosis and, and lung transplant. And most of them also have some pretty extreme side effects that many people ultimately have to go off of the drugs because the, the side effects are too intense. What
0: got you interested in studying this?
1: This is one of these situations that that happens sometimes uh, in life that is really serendipitous. I had never heard of, of pulmonary fibrosis or idiopathic pulmonary fibrosis. And and a few years ago, a, a friend of mine um, was a, a family friend was diagnosed with IPF and, and he had reached out to me to just explore. He knew I was in sort of broadly in this medical field and in genetics and that I could sort of look into what treatment options were available and what kind of um, opportunities he might have for treatment. And so I spent a little bit of time looking at the clinical trials and on the published research and saw there wasn't much available. I referred him to some doctors, and, and he um, you know, started the standard treatment protocol. And about six months after he got diagnosed, um, Dr. Jeff Trent, our president and research director, called me into his office, and, and I was a very new faculty at the time here at TGen, and, and he said... You know, there's this really weird disease. You've probably never heard of it, but I think someone with your skill set could uh, could really make a difference here. And, I, and I've got a couple connections who, who I'd like to connect you with. And it's this disease called idiopathic pulmonary fibrosis. And um, through this serendipitous uh, series of events, I got connected with a, a collaborator at Vanderbilt University um, who was a real expert in the genetic component of of ipf and me and him started working together and we've now built a whole research program around uh studying this disease
0: how's your study working specifically what are you looking at
1: i'm interested in understanding how molecular changes within um uh within the cell can drive this disease. And so we use a new technology, which is called single-cell RNA sequencing. And so I don't want you to have to dig too deep back into your basic biology knowledge here, but we look at changes with the amount that a gene is turned on or off within individual cells across thousands of cells um, in parallel. And so what this lets us do is if you imagine your lung, we like to think of these things as like an organ, right? Like it's this one thing, and that's that's kind of how... Generally, you and me might conceptualize something like a lung. But really, your lung's made up of maybe up to forty or fifty distinct types of cells. Each one of those cells has a unique and important function in the lung. And so what we can do with this technology is look at the changes within these individual different types of cells and really pinpoint the cell types that are underlying this disease. And so, What's happened sort of traditionally is we take a chunk of tissue from an organ and we would pull out all the molecules of that in one big aggregate that would include all 40 or 50 of those different cell types. It's very difficult to understand what's happening at this sort of higher resolution and we're missing a lot of information that um, we think is really important for the disease. Already our study, which is really just in its early, early stages, we've... Identified new cell populations and new cell types that we think are specific to the diseased lung that appear to have um, really important implications for disease. So important that some of the um, some of the things that are being turned on in these uh, in these new cell types that we've discovered are really contributing to the uh, fibrotic process in the lung.
0: And that's what you're hoping to find is how that fibrotic process develops?
1: Yeah. So, you know, obviously we want to take the idiopathic out of idiopathic pulmonary fibrosis. And so if you can understand which cell types are being uh, dysregulated and you can understand what the cause of that dysregulation is, we can start to build drugs that target the right gene in the right cell at the right time that are hopefully actually going to have an impact.
0: What kind of timeline you looking at for having some results?
1: We are actually right now in the process of of kind of uh, preparing our first round of results from from this study. So I think that even though it's only been going on uh, really intensively for about a year, we've already found um, we've already found a set of results that we think is is publication worthy and are wow. are in the process of putting that together. To, That's lightning speed. Yeah. So it's, uh, the field's moving really fast. The, the the research is moving really fast, and and I think you know we've got the great infrastructure here at TGen, and then also teamed with really great collaborators.
0: What do you hope to do next?
1: My research is uh, is kind of a two-pronged approach, right? And so the first prong, which is where we are right now, is, is a discovery phase. We're trying to identify things that we think are interesting. And the second prong where we're starting to move is then go in and validate those findings in a more functional way to be sure that what we've discovered really holds true when we put it to the, you know more rigorous testing that we can do with some of these validations, and then see if any of those, uh, any of that functional follow-up can lead to some sort of druggable targets.
0: Best of luck to you, Dr. Nick Banovich. Really important research going on here at TGen. Thanks for being here today. Hey, thank you. Dr. Nick Banovich is an assistant professor in the Integrated Cancer Genomics Division at TGen. He's focused on idiopathic pulmonary fibrosis, To hear more, go to TGen.org. TGen is an affiliate of City of Hope. Thanks for listening to TGen Talks. I'm Mark Moran.